<clears throat> August 24th. The spiritual index. The illustration of prayer. So what a man, is there of you who have asked a bread, will give him a stone, right? So the spiritual index, an illustration of prayer that our Lord was using here is that of a good child asking for a good thing. We talk about prayer as if God heard us irrespective of the fact of our relationship to him. In other words, we, we pray up, we throw up a prayer, we think he heard us and he's going to take care of it, even though we, could, we think we can go ahead and do whatever we want to do as opposed to honoring him and living a righteous you know, life with him. Holiness is what the message was about um, Sunday. So we need to have that holiness within us. So never say it's not God's will to give you what you ask. Don't sit down and faint, but find out the reason you didn't get it. Turn up the spiritual index. Are you rightly related to your wife, to your husband, to your children, to your fellow students? Are you a good child there? Or, oh Lord, I have been irritable and cross, but I do want your spiritual blessing. You, you cannot have it. You will have to do without until you come to the attitude of a good, a good child. Yeah. So all the stuff you want, it's not coming until you start doing what you need to do to get it. We mistake defiance for devotion, arguing with God for abandonment. We will not look at the index or spiritual where our barometer, if you will. Have I been asking God to give me money for something I want when there is something I have not paid for? Have I been asking God for liberty while I'm withholding it from someone who, who belongs to me? Somehow or another, I'm not helping somebody be free because I'm putting them in bondage. Have I not forgiven someone his trespasses? Have I not been, have, have I have not been kind to him. I have been living as God's child among my relatives and friends. Have I been doing these things? Or have I been being, you know, the same stickler of be me, 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 me all the time? Yeah. And I am a child of God only by regeneration. And as a child of God, I am good only as I walk in the light. So prayer with the most of us is turned into pious platitude. It's just something we do. We go through the motion we, and we don't really realize it has any power because we've never experienced power because we've never been right with God. Prayer with most of us is just that pious platitude. It's a matter of emotion, mystical communion with God. So spiritually, we're all good at producing fogs, trying to blow out something and say it, it's one of those unknown, unseen things, which it's not. If we turn up the spiritual index, we will see very clearly what is wrong with that friendship, that debt, that temper of mind. It is of no use praying unless, unless we're living as children of God. Then Jesus says, everyone that asks is going to what? Receive. Isn't that funny what I just talked about? Yes. Let's start with scripture. Let's start tonight with Second Chronicles 7. That's a good one. Second Chronicles 7, 12. God will hear if we will repent. If we don't repent, uh-oh. Okay? So, and the Lord appeared to Solomon at night and said unto him, I have heard your prayer and I've chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. I believe God's chosen this place as a place for him to call home. Okay? If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, if I command the locusts to devour the land, if I send a pestilence among the people, no matter what happens, I've chosen this place to be special. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. If they will pray and seek my face, if they will turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And then I will forgive their sins. And then I will heal their land. So now my eyes shall be open 
and went now, and my ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. So we're going to call upon him in the righteousness of our life, and he's going to hear in that moment. And now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as for you, if you will walk before me as David your father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded you, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom according as I have coveted with your David your father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be a ruler over Israel. But if you turn away and you forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, you shall go and serve other gods and worship them. Then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them, and this house which I have sanctified for my name, I will cast it out of my sight and I will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all of the nations. And this house, which is high, shall be an astonishment to everyone that passes by it, so that he shall say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered, Because they forsook the Lord, their God, God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt and laid hold on other gods and they worshiped them and served them. Therefore, he has brought all of this evil upon them. Why? Because you didn't listen to what he said. Well, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Let's look at Psalms 14. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that do good. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and did any that sought after God. They're all God aside. They're all together become filthy. There is none that does good, no, not one. Have they all, have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord? There were there great fear for God is the, is the generation of the righteous. You have shamed the counsel of the poor because the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that salvation of Israel will come out of Zion. When the Lord brings back the captivity of his people, Jacob shall rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. Psalm 24. Verse 1. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. For he that founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord. Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands. He that has a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul unto selfishness or vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is that generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Psalms 53. Verse 1. The fool has said in his heart, again, there is no God. Corrupt are they. Have done abominable wickedness, and there is none that do good. Look, God looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that understood, if any that sought after him. And every one of them has gone back. They're all together become filthy. There is none that does good, no, not even one of them. Have the workers of iniquity no knowledge? Eat up by people as they eat bread, have not called upon the God. There were they in great fear where no fear was, for God has scattered the bones of him that encamped against thee. Thou hast put them to shame 
because God has despised them. Oh, that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion when God brings back to captivity his people. Jacob shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad. If you notice that one in the first one, it's almost the same, but they're not. There's different ways of wording it to help you grasp what's being said. Let's look at Matthew 6, starting in verse 5. And we're going to talk about the teachings on prayer. And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and, and the corners of the streets. Or maybe you stand out where you make sure everybody's watching you. They that may be seen to men, truly I say unto you, they have already received the reward because they were noticed by men. But you, when you pray, enter into the, your closet when you shall shut thy door. Pray to the Father which is in secret. The Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. Get in that inner chamber and pray with him, live with him, communicate with him there. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as in the heathen do, for they think that they should be heard for as much as speaking. In other words, they keep repeating themselves. Be not therefore like unto them, for your Father knows what things you have need of before you even ask Him. After this manner, therefore, pray you, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have got dead against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not the men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive yours. Ooh, yeah. Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, you shall find. Knock. And it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asks receives. He that asks, seeks finds. To him that knocks it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you who. If his son asks bread will he give him a stone. Or if he asks a fish will he give him a serpent. If then being evil you. Being evil know how to give good gifts. To your children. Now much, now much more shall your father which is in heaven. Give good things to them that ask him. So therefore all things whatsoever you would. That men should do to you. You do even so unto them. For this is the law and the prophets. You know, do it to others as they would do it to you. That's where it yeah. comes from, in case you didn't know. Okay? Turn with me to Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 15. <clears throat> so moreover... If thy brother shall trespass against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he shall hear you, then you have gained back your brother. But if you shall, he shall not hear you, then take with you one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he neglect to hear them, tell them to the church. And if he neglect to hear the church, let him also be in thee as a heathen man and a publican. So truly I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Christ said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. So basically, 
Quit trying to look for it out. Yeah. Right? Yes. Matthew 21, verse 18. Now in the morning, as he returned to the city, he hungered. When he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it, found nothing there upon the leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on you, henceforth forever. So Jesus caught the attitude of the fig tree. <laughs> well, did he? Yeah. Yeah. All right, damn you, tree. Okay, well, guess what? Tree's damn now. Power of words. And presently, the fig tree withered away. How soon? Immediately, right? And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is this fig tree withered away? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and you doubt not, you shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree, but also you shall say to the mountain, be you removed, and it shall cast into the sea, and it shall be done. And all these things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, believing you shall receive. John 14. Fourteen, five. Thomas says to him, Lord, we have no idea where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to them, I am the way. I'm the truth, I'm the life, and no man is going to come to the Father except but by me. If, I had known, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from now on you do know him, and you have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. And it will suffice for us. And Jesus again says unto him, Have I been such a long time with you? Yet have you not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And now, how can you say that it shows the Father? Believe you not that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father which dwells in me, and he does the works. So believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake, for the things that you've witnessed and seen. So truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and even greater works than these shall he do, because I'm going to go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, and the Father may be glorified again, and still in his Son. So if you ask anything in my name, I will do it for you. John 15, 1. So, I am the true vine, and my father is, in fact, the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he's taken away, and every branch that bears fruit, it's purged or trimmed, that it may bring forth more fruit. So now you are clean to the word which I've spoken unto you. So abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, and no more can you, except you abide in me. So I am the vine, you are the branches, he that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me you can do absolutely nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is then cast forth as a branch, and it is withered. Men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. So here it is my Father glorified that you would bear much fruit. So shall you also be my disciples. So if you're going to bear fruit, go, go do what I told you to do. Let God see that you're willing to be obedient and it'll bear fruit. And that's going to help you and it's going to help the overall kingdom. If you can meet my commandments. 
As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. So continue you in my love. And if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Amen. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. So you are my friends, and if you do whatsoever I command you, you're my friends if you're going to be along with my, you know, what I brought forth for you. Yeah. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant doesn't know what the Lord's doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I've heard of my Father, I've made them known unto you. You've not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, that you would love one another. Yeah. Nice, huh? Yes. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, verse 9. What then? Are we better than they? No, and no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles, they are all under sin. So that is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understands. There is none that seek after God. They're all gone out of the way. They've all together become unprofitable. There is none that does good, not even one. Their throat is an open sepulcher, a grave. Their tongues they've used in deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace have they not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. So now we know that what things soever we, the law says, it says to those that are under the law, that every mouth might be stopped and all the world may be fa- become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there should be no flesh justified in his sight. For the law is the knowledge of sin. It's only to tell us what we've done and what we're yeah. not, you know, not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Romans 12, 1. I... Beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is, by the way, your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed to the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. For we, as many as members of one body, are all members, have not the same office. So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether it's prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, or he that teaches on the teaching, or he that exhorts on the exhortation. He that gives, let him do it with simplicity. He that rules, let him rule with diligence. He that shows mercy, let him show the mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Not slothful in business, but fervent, fervent or passionate in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continually, instantly in prayer. Distributing the necessity of the saints, even given to hospitality. Bless them that persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. For the same mind one toward another, mind not high things, but bring yourself down to men of low estate so you will not be wise in your own conceits. 
to recompense or repay to no man evil, for he will provide things honest in the sight of men, all men. If it be possible, as much as it lies within you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but get, rather give grace or puny place to, unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. <clears throat> I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him something to drink. And so doing, you shall heap coals of fire upon his head. So do, be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. 13.1, right beneath it. Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. For there is no power but that of God and the powers that be are ordained of God. So whosoever therefore resists the power, then resists the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, they're a terror to evil works. Will you then not be afraid of that power? I ask that you do which is good, that you shall have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword in vain. He's a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that does evil. Wherefore, you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for your conscience sake. For this cause pay you tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon his very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to them who tribute is due, custom to whom is custom, fear to whom fear and honor to whom honor is due. Yes. First Corinthians one three. Or excuse me, three one, sorry. As brethren, I cannot speak unto you as spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you are not able to bear it, neither you even yet now able. You are carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not still carnal, and do you not stop, still walk as regular men? For while one says, I'm a Paul, another I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, who's Apollos? But ministered by whom he believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God is the one who gave the increase. So neither is he that plants anything, neither he that waters, but God that gives the increase. Now he that plants and he that waters are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Yeah. If we are laborers together with God, you are God's husbandry, you are God's building. According to the grace of God which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid a foundation, the foundation, yeah. and another builds upon it. But let every man take heed how you allow it to be built upon. For no other foundation can a man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold and silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, every man's work will then shall be made manifest, and the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and that fire shall try every man's work to see what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he has built upon, he shall receive a reward. But if man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer the loss, but he himself shall be saved, if yet so by fire. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 5. Five one, For we know that if our earthly house of the tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from above, heaven. 
If so that we be clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that which we would be unclothed, but clothed upon. And mortality might be swallowed up of that life or that immortality. Amen. Now he that has wrought us for us the self-same thing as God, who has given to us this earnest of a spirit, the down payment or the deposit of the spirit within us. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that we are at home and the body were absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, though I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord, but rather to yes. go home and be with God. Wherefore we labor, that whether we be present or absent, we might be accepted to Him. So we're going to do what we need to do every moment so that we don't mess this up. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive again the things done in his body, whether it's according to what he has done, whether it be good or bad. So I would suggest we might make it about the good things. Amen. 6.14 So be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial, or the part has he that believed with an infidel? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord, and touch not that unclean thing, and then I will receive you. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Galatians 5. Bible. So stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made you or us free. Be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. The old eye, Paul, say that if you be circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. If you start trying to do it by the good works, it will profit you nothing. For testify again to every man that is circumcised. It is a debtor to the whole law. So Christ has become no, no effect unto you. Whosoever you are justified by the law. Because you have fallen from the divine influence of God from grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by our faith. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision. But faith which works by our love of him. With all the heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. So you did run well. Who did hinder you that you then should not obey the truth? This persuasion didn't come in that called you. And I need you to know that a little leaven is going to leaven the whole lump. I have confidence in you, though, through the Lord, that you will be none otherwise minded. But he that troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever that will be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I suffer persecution? Then all of a sudden is the offense of the cross ceased. I would that even they were cut off which trouble you. For, brethren, you have been called to liberty. Just only use, not only use that liberty for an occasion of the flesh, but by love let's serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled one word, even in this, that you will love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and you devour one another, please take heed and be careful that you be not consumed of one another. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 3. Fourteen. For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with a might by his spirit in your inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you may be rooted and grounded in love, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height yeah. of the love of God, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we would ever think or ask, 
according to the power that works in us, unto him and him alone be the glory of the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages world without end. Amen. Ephesians 6, 1. So children, I want you to learn to obey your, the, your parents in the Lord. Yeah. And I said it's not about mom and dad, but it's about those yes. parents in the, in, in the kingdom. Yes. yes. For this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you. If you honor your mother, your father in the kingdom, it will be well with you. And you may live long upon the earth. If you don't, we'll kill you. And fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture, the admonition of the Lord. Then I ask also that servants be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and a singleness of your heart as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as a servant of Christ doing the will of God from your heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and then not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing man does the same he shall receive of the Lord, whether it be bond or free. And you masters do the same things unto them, forbearing threatening, knowing that your master also in heaven, neither is there respect to persons with him. So be careful that you're treating others as you would have God treat you. Philippians 4, 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beg you, Eodas, and beseech Sintithe, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat you also, true yoke fellow, help those women who have labored with me in the gospel with Clement, also with other of my fellow laborers whose names are written in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men, because the Lord is in fact at hand. So be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and by supplication requests, be made with thanksgiving, be made, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of that God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, things that are of good report, if there be any virtue in them, if there be any praise in them, please think on these things. And those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me and I ask you to do, and the God of peace then shall be with you. Colossians 3. 3, 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affections on the things above, not on the things of the earth. You are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then you shall appear with him in glory. So mortify or kill your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil, concupiscence, sexual desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake, the wrath of God is going to come upon the children of disobedience. In a way, which you also walk sometimes when you live in them. But now, you put off all of these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, Learn to lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off that old man and all of the old man's deeds. And you have put on that new man, Amen. which was renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Yeah. There is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond or free, but Christ is all and in all. Amen. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, Humbleness of mind, meekness of long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ has forgiven you, so also do you forgive. And above all these things, above all, 
these things. Put on unconditional love, which is the bond of perfectness or maturity. And let Noah, let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which also you're called in one body. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in the word, or indeed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, by him. So wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, I ask that you love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, and not with eye service as men-pleasers, but as singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily, as unto the Lord and not to men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Jesus. But he that does wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done. For there is no respect to persons with God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, and we warn that you would warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak and be patient towards all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and again to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil, and the glory the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So faithful is he that calls you, who also will do it. So brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. And I charge you by the Lord that this epistle, this letter, be read unto all the holy brethren, that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ might be with you as well. And let this be so. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation Amen. through the sanctification of the Spirit and the belief of the truth. Where do we call to you by the gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus? Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by our example. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself, even God our Father, which has loved us, has given us an everlasting consolation and a good hope through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. So finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all men have faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that you both do and will do the things which we've commanded you. And the Lord will direct your hearts to the love of God into the patient waiting for the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Titus 3.1 To put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness, the love of God, our Savior towards man appeared, 
Now, obviously not by works of righteousness, righteousness we have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing through the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon each one of us abundantly through Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. That being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So this is a faithful saying. And these things I would that you would affirm them, remember them, and constantly say yes, yes, yes to those that you believed in God might be able to maintain good works. These things are good and they're profitable to unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies, contentions, strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and they're selfish. A man that's a heretic, after the first and second admonition, tell him once, tell him twice, and then reject him. Knowing that he that is such is subverted, sins, be content of himself, and he's going to try to take out as many as he can with it, as we have seen, haven't we? Yes. Hebrews 10, 32. So, I ask that you call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction, partly while you were made a gazing stock both of reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became company and companions of those that were so used. For you had compassion to me and my bonds. You took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have a heaven, a better and more enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense and reward. If you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Yet for a little while, he that shall, shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just, that would be us, shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. We are not of them who draw back into perdition, but we are of them who believe to the saving of the soul. Yes. James chapter 1, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into your diverse temptations, knowing this is the trying of your faith works patience. But patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire and wanting absolutely nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that gives to all men liberally, abrades not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is going to be unstable in all of his ways. Verse 12. Blessed though is the man that endures that temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither can he, is he going to tempt any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own circumstances, his own lusts. And then enticed by them, drawn in. Well, when lust is conceived... It brings forth sin, and sin, when it has finished, brings forth death. So do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variable, neither a shadow of changing his mind or turning. Of his own will begot us, he us with, his word of truth, Amen. that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Yeah. So wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. Yeah. For the wrath of man <clears throat> works not the righteousness of God. So wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Amen. Be you doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man beholding his own natural face in a glass or a mirror. He beholds himself and goes away and straight away forgets what he looks like. Whoso looks into a perfect law of liberty and continues therein, 
He will not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man should be blessed in his deeds. If any man among you seem to be religious and doesn't bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man in his religion is in vain or selfishness. So pure religion that's undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. James 4. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Don't they come, even if you're lust at war in your members? You lust and you have not. You kill, you desire to have, you cannot obtain. You fight and you war and you have not because you ask not. You ask and you receive not because you ask in a mist that you may consume it upon your lusts. Isn't that funny? That's what Oswald had to say, right? Yes. You adulterers and adulterers know you not that friendship of the world is an enmity with God, puts you at odds. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is God's enemy. Do you think that the scripture says in vain that our spirit dwells within us is lust to envy to always want something more or something else? But he that gives more grace, wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist that devil and the devil will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. And be afflicted and mourn and weep. And let your laughter be turned to mourning, your joy to heaviness. But humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. First Peter 5. <clears throat> the elders which are among you, I am going to exhort, encourage them. Who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not because you have to, but willingly, nor for money's sake, but of a ready mind, neither be lords over God's heritage, but be examples to this flock. Amen. So when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades not away. So likewise, you younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yes, all of you be subject to one another, be clothed with humility, for God's going to resist the proud and give grace to the humble. Goes back and starts with second. Chronicles 7.14, if you'll humble yourself, right? Yes, He'll help yes. you out. So humble yourselves, therefore, in the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all of your cares upon him, for he cares for you. So be sober. Be vigilant or on purpose. Because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he can devour. Whom I ask that you resist, steadfast in the faith, knowing the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. All the world's getting attacked by the enemy. But the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've been suffered a little while, he will make you perfect, he will establish you, he'll strengthen you, and he'll settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Second Peter 2, 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. And bring again themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness they shall with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingers not and their damnation slumbers not. For God spared not the angels that sin but cast them down to hell and delivered the chains of darkness to reserve unto judgment. And spared not the world, the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. 
and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes and condemn them with an overthrow, making them an example to all those that should after live ungodly. Delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwells among them and seeing and hearing, he's vexed or, or stressed or strained or teased or tempted in his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly, though, out of temptations, Amen. to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of their uncleanness and despise governments. Presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, whereas angels which are in greater power and might bring not even railing accusation against them before the Lord. But as these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things they understand not, and they shall utterly perish in their own corruption and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots are they and blemishes sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they set and feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, a heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way and gone astray following the way of Balaam, the son of Besor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness but was rebuked for his iniquity by the dumbass speaking with a man's voice, forbade the madness of this prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried around with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness those that are clean escape from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for whom... Man is overcome of that same as he then brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and the Savior Jesus, they again are entangled therein and overcome, their latter end is going to be worse with them than it was in the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn away to the holy commandment delivered unto them. But as it's happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog has returned to its own vomit, and again the sow has been washed to her wallowing in the mire. First John, we're on our way out here. Five. This is again the message. I've heard this many times, but it's amazing how this fits perfectly. That we have heard of him and declare this unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness, so you should not walk in darkness. But if we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we're liars and we don't know the truth. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from our sins so we can actually Amen. be righteous. Right. But if we say that we have no sin, we're going to deceive ourselves, and again, the truth is not in us or known by us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive them and to then cleanse us from any and all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word, once again, is not in us. So little children, these things I write unto you, that you sin not, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that says, I know him, and keeps not his commandments, is that liar, and the truth isn't in him. But whoso keeps his word to in, in him truly is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we're in him, and we that says, abide in him, ought himself also walk, even as he walked. We ought to be careful about what we're doing, right? Yes. Yes. Fifteen. 
Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For love, if any man love the world, the love of the Father cannot be in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. The world's going to pass away, and all the lusts are going to pass away with it. But he that does the will of God is going to abide forever. Verse 24. So therefore, he let, that therefore abide in you, which you've heard from the beginning. If anyone which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that we have promised us, even us to receive eternal life. Yeah. These things I have written unto you concerning them and try to seduce you. But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but that same anointing teaches you of all things, and it's the truth, and it is no lie, and even as it is taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence and be not ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, then you know that everyone that does righteousness is then born of him. So behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows us not because it didn't know him. So beloved, now we are the sons of God. It doesn't yet quite appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is because we have become like him. And every man that has this hope within himself purifies himself even as Christ is pure. Whosoever commits sin, though, transgresses the law, for in sin is the transgression of the law. And we know that he has manifested to take away our sins, and in him there was no sin. So whosoever abides in him is going to sin not. But whosoever sins has not seen him, neither even known him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as Christ was righteous. He that commits sins of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for he is Seed remains in the speed of Christ, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loves not his brother. Verse 18. My little children, let us not love in word or tongue, but deed in truth. Hereby we know that we're the truth, and he shall and shall assure our hearts will have a confidence before him. If our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows all things, so he can tell us. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, know that we have a confidence towards our God, because he's already told us. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments, and that we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is the commandment, that we should believe with the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and we should love one another as he gave his commandment. And he that keeps this commandment dwells in him and he also in you hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he has given to us that deposit he's made 5-1 whosoever believes that Christ is born of God and everyone that loves him that begot also loves him that's begotten him so God and Christ by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments for this is the love of God that we would keep the commandments and his commandments are not grievous for whosoever or whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world this victory that overcomes the world even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? He that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Nine. If we receive the witness of men, though, the witness of God is still greater. For this is the witness of God that, that he has testified of his Son, that, that he that believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. Christ is then within you, and it'll be, it'll be evident. He that believes not God has made God a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave his Son. And this is that record that 
God has given to us eternal life and his life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. So these things have I written unto you that believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and you may believe in the name of the son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if I ask anything according to his will, he's going to hear me. And we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. 18. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself. And that wicked one can't touch him. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true. Even in his son Jesus. This is the true God. This is eternal life. So little children, keep yourselves from the idols and let that be so. Amen and amen. There's your message. So what I, I want you to recognize and see as you go through this tonight is how many times it talked about what's, what's in it for us if we follow after, listen, who God is and come to know him for who he is. That all the blessings are in, in that position in Christ. And also, if, it's not, if we're not going to follow, we're not going to listen, that we're liars, there's none of that in us, and that there's no false hope we can place right. in him. Then it goes back and talks about false teachers and false believers and all this and talks about the nature of what that looks like and that's what our nature looks like apart from God. Yeah. Even though I don't want to look like, I don't really care what you want to look like, that's what you do look like because it's the only thing you can look like. It's Adam and it's Eve. It's period. Even if I don't want to be bad, even if you're good in your mind, you're still bad in the eyes of God because you're still a fallen nature of doing what's ever right in your own eyes. And that's that's what's been the demise here. You guys doing what's right in your own eyes and it's kicking your ass. So come out and be separate. Come out and start doing what's right in his eyes and watch how your life molds and shapes and, and profiles. Yeah. See him as this because you're becoming like him. That's the goal. That's the intent. And that's the plan, guys. For as long as I'm here, this is what I'm going to teach. As long as I'm here, I'm going to help every one of you hopefully get this. As long as I'm here, I'm going to kick your ass every time you don't. Because yeah. you deserve what's coming. Either way. Yeah. You deserve the glory of God upon you if you're going to listen. You don't. If you're not, if you're not going to walk it out the way you need to. Mm -hmm. So we have to make the, the decisions to follow after a God and, and let him guide and lead us through many things that are unknown to us, right? Yes. yes. But to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And then... Realize that glory of God's for us, and we get to experience and enjoy that and have this molding and shaping through his presence and the revelations as they're growing and growing and growing and we're growing in wisdom and understanding and knowledge of him. That it's a full-time job and a full-time, frankly, it's like a pastime. I love doing it 24-7. It's not like something I got to do. It's something I can't wait to do. I can't wait to get away from my daily work so I can go set and just be with him. When I live a life that doesn't have much time, it sets but I can spend time setting with him. You know, they came out a little bit ago and I got done about three o'clock and I went upstairs and I said, oh, I hope you can rest and sleep. And I said, I'm not probably going to sleep. I got all this still going on, right? But I can sit here. She goes, can you sit here and rest? I said, absolutely. I can sit here and rest and take on the spirit of God and let it wash me and renew me and prepare me for tonight so we can have this message and then be completely restored without any sleep at all. Whereas the world's going to say, oh, you need to go to sleep. You need to take a nap. I... I think I got like five or ten minutes of a nap, and I woke up, and it was like I, was like I had, had a whole night's rest in those few moments. But 
getting to come down and get to share the, 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 the message I brought tonight before the message and the message I brought through the message tonight is exciting for me because of the, the changes that I think and the catalyst that it can be in you and becoming what you can become. So I pray for this. Father, we come before tonight and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and who you're creating us to be. We ask, Lord God, your spirit go before us and mold and shape every situation for us personally that we can walk in that situation, be blessed by you or butts kicked by you, if need be, Lord God, to find that likeness of your son in our life, being conformed to his image from glory to glory, faith to faith, Lord God. So we'll give you praise, thanks, honor and glory, knowing it's by faith the just shall live, Lord God. So let us be just in your eyes, eyes as we live by faith and we trust and believe that your will and your purpose is all that we need in this time that we have here on this earth. So we praise, thanks, honor, and glory for all these things. As you send us forth from here, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. amen.